0: Hello and welcome to the author Dennis Galloway podcast show. In this episode of The Pen, Sultan's Wisdom, Chapter 5, a new person comes into Harold's life, Priscilla. Now he finds her in a library and she's exactly the person he needs to discover what it is the pen is writing. I thought maybe this was a good way to introduce some of the ways they used to investigate things in the old days before they had the computer. And they only had references that could be found in major libraries. So what better place for Harold to go and investigate what he was actually writing? So here's where Harold meets the love of his life. Priscilla, the principal librarian. Chapter 5. Miss Priscilla Robertson. Principal Librarian. Harold awoke at his desk, cold and shivering. He had a slight headache and a stiff neck. What a strange dream, he thought as he got up from his desk, stretching his arms above his head and rubbing his neck, shuffled off to bed, and fell into a deep, peaceful sleep. He dreamt no more. Harold woke up and went to work the next day, and it was uneventful a regular, boring day at work. When he got home that evening, Harold ate a quick, cold supper and went upstairs to his study. He was getting more and more curious about what exactly he had written. He had never seen anything like it before. He picked up the pages with the strange writings on them and stared at them for a long time, turning the papers this way and that in hopes of understanding the writing. He assumed it was a foreign language he was unfamiliar with, maybe from the Middle East. So he decided to find something that could help him translate what the pen had written. He thought he had better wait on using the pen again until he understood more about what was going on. On the next weekend, Harold took one of the pages with him to the central library, which was a huge Gothic-style building that had opened in 1890. The massive windows were amazing, and the large, tall oak doors could have withstood an invading army. He walked up the wide steps, grabbed a large brass door handle, and pulled to open the door, which moved easily despite its size. He entered a vast atrium where the ceiling was high and the lights hung low on long chains. When the doors closed, the large room echoed with the sound. He stood there a moment, adjusting his eyes. He looked around and saw row upon row of tall bookshelves and some tables and chairs with a few people scattered about. In the distance, he spotted, centered on the marble floor, a large desk. Behind it was a small woman, intensely reading a book. Approaching the woman, he said, "'Excuse me, madam, but could you help me with something?' The librarian had auburn hair, which she tied back in a large bun, and her shoulders were covered with a white shawl. Her face was smooth with green eyes and adorned with large, oval, black, thick glasses that sat on the end of her nose. She raised her head with a smile, happy that someone had asked for her help.
1: Why, yes, sir. What can I do for you?
0: She asked quietly. He noticed the small sign on her desk, Priscilla Robertson, principal librarian. I have here a page from a manuscript I wish to translate. I need to find a book to help me do that. He set the paper down on her desk, the librarian picked it up, pushed her glasses back on her nose, and brought the paper closer and studied the writing. A firm look crossed her mouth, then a smile began to form. She recognized the writing style. She stood up and came around to the front of her desk.
1: Yes, I I think I
0: can help you. Follow me, please. Miss Robertson said with a smile, now fully formed on her face. She handed back the page. As the principal librarian stepped out in front of him to lead the way, Harold, despite knowing better, could not help but admire her shape. The librarian wore a long matronly dress that was completely conservative in every way, yet caused Harold pleasurable feelings. Miss Robertson led him to a room labeled Special Collections and to a shelf that held various sized books in faded covers looking very old indeed. She ran her finger along the edges of the books until she found what she was looking for. She carefully removed the book from the shelf. I think this will help. However,
1: due to the age, rarity, and so forth, volumes in special collections cannot be removed from the library. You'll have to do your translations here,
0: the librarian said sternly, wearing these, she said, taking a pair of white cotton gloves from a box on one of the shelves and handing them to him. Her tone and demeanor confirmed there would be no discussion of these terms. Uh, why, yes, of course, said Harold. Miss Robertson led him over to a large table with low lamps running along the center. It had several soft leather-covered chairs on each side. She carefully placed the book on the table and opened it. This book
1: dates from the early 19th century when the Arabic monarchy was interested in education for the elite of their society. Please use it carefully.
0: Priscilla said, again with a stern look, but softer. Uh, Why, yes, of course, I will treat it with the utmost respect, said Harold.
1: Good. I'll leave you to it then,
0: Priscilla said with a smile as she turned and left the room. It was an old leather-bound school book for Arabic children. In it, Harold saw the letters he had been writing for weeks now. The book was written to teach children English so it included a small Arabic-to-English dictionary he could use to translate what he had written. He sat down, took a blank piece of paper from his pocket, and laid the written page next to it. Then he turned the pages of the book and began to translate the scrolling script into English. As he translated the words one at a time, they were next to meaningless, but when he began to put them together, the hairs on his neck stood up. The story, as translated from the pages he had written, was exactly like the narration in his dream. Harold looked up from the translation, eyes wide with wonder. He shook his head, blinked several times, and looked down at the translation to read it again. This translation appears to be authentic, but strange, he said to himself. What is this, he thought. Perhaps a trick of the mind? He pushed the papers away and took a deep breath. Should I tell someone about this? No. They might think I was making it all up. Maybe even think I'm insane. No, I'd better keep this to myself for now, he thought. Harold pulled out his pocket watch and saw it was late. As he was looking at his watch, the door to the room opened with Miss Robertson, the librarian, poked her head into the room.
1: Excuse me, sir, but the library's closing, You'll have to return later, I'm afraid, she
0: said with a smile. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's been a very productive day, but I I shall return to do more uh, research. Perhaps tomorrow, if the room is available, Harold said, admiring Priscilla's beautiful smile.
1: Yes, the room is available. Please do come and make use of it. So few do,
0: Priscilla said, looking into his eyes. All right, tomorrow then. Harold said, gathering up his papers and placing them carefully in his briefcase. He stood up and walked around the desk toward the door. Priscilla still held it open. As Harold crossed the threshold, he misjudged the arc of his brief, clipped the doorframe, and stumbled as he and Priscilla were inches apart. Harold recovered without falling, only slightly brushing against Priscilla's forearm and shoulder. As she stood in the doorway, awkwardly, one arm outstretched, posed on one toe, off balance, holding the door. But a glancing touch was enough. Harold felt a rush of warmth run through him, and so did Priscilla. "Uh, Sorry, he said.
1: No harm, no foul,
0: Priscilla said with a slightly goofy smile. "Uh, Until tomorrow then, Harold said as he waved with his free hand and walked quickly toward the front entrance. Harold was all nerves. He wasn't sure what that warmth rushing through him was all about, But he liked it. Indeed, he liked it very much. Yes, tomorrow. Priscilla called after him, her cheeks all a blush as they say. She hadn't felt this way in a very long time. This has been The Pen. Dream Traveler's Tales, Book 1. Sultan's Wisdom. Written by Dennis Galloway. Read by Dennis and Corky Man Galloway. Copyright 2020. Published by Blue Yonder Studios. Production copyright 2021 by Sean Denovan.